0: Welcome to the Vision Exchange Podcast brought to you by Tailored Glory Consulting Group. This is a place where visionaries, luminaries, and masters of thought come together. We gather here to talk, to celebrate, to exchange vision, and to birth great ideas. We want you here with us so you can teach, learn, laugh, cry, and advocate right alongside of us. This is not just our podcast, it's our podcast, and we need your voice. So press play now. Viewer discussion is advised.
1: Hey, Poppy.
2: Hey, what's going on there? Hey, Gloria. How you doing?
0: I'm uh, well, thank you. How are
2: you? I- I'm not too bad. Not too bad.
1: Good. Thanks for joining
2: us. Th- thanks for having me.
1: All right, so we'll just get right into it. So today we're here with Robert Ellis, my brother-in-law. I call him Poppy. And he's here today for a uh, military month because he was in the Marine Corps. Um, hey, so, military
0: month. Thank you for your service,
1: sir. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, Pop, if you could just give us, I guess, a little bit of your background uh, of your experience in the military.
2: Uh, well, I, I did um, a, a little over, actually, right around nine years, probably a few days, uh, over nine years uh, within the Marine Corps. Um, Came in right out of high school um, when I graduated in 2009. Uh, from there, um, went on a, a few, actually, yeah, three deployments to um, Afghanistan. Uh, then I went and did recruiting duty for a little while. Uh, and then I went back to, uh, to the infantry fleet um, and then deployed to Australia before getting out in 2018. So that, that's like a quick breeze through the top.
1: Okay, so real quick,
2: I didn't even know you went to Australia. So- yeah, 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 I did that right right before I got out. It, it was a good time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's Australia like?
2: Uh, So, so th- they got upset when I said it, but this is my personal take on it. It's like, I would say it's like America's little brother to where they're not quite as, you know, old, not as quite developed, but they kind of look similar, you know? So it's, it's it's similar, but it's not quite the same. Um but, I mean, they got, like, things over there that we have here. Like, they got – we have McDonald's here, whereas they call it Macca's over there. I'm like, oh, no, that's, that's McDonald's.
0: I was about to uh, say, is it McDonald's.
2: Yeah, something like that, something like that, like coming to America or something. Uh, and, and then they had, like, Burger King over there, too, but it was called – I can't remember what it was called over there. But, um, you know, so, so some of the things are the same, and then some things are, are, are a little different. Um, but, but it was a good time.
0: Yeah, cool. I'll
2: show you some. That's one of my bucket list places to go to. You should go. You should go. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Just like any place, there's some some not so fun places over there. Like, oh, man, this place isn't that fun. But but obviously, there's some good uh, parts over there, too, as well. Um, Like I didn't quite go to Sydney, but uh, I went somewhere close to there. That, that, That was a fun time.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah, So can you share a few of your like most memorable experiences during your time as a Marine?
2: Yeah, I can actually I was thinking about it. but I'm like, man, how do I narrow it down to a few? So, like, you know, what? <laughs> since, since we got 30 minutes, I kind of talk a little fast at times, you know, so I think I can breeze through everything real, real quick. I was kind of like, you know, think about it in my head. Uh, so kind of uh, first thing first. Uh, you know, coming in, like I said, straight out of high school, a lot of people are like, hey, you know, I want to become a Marine. Whereas me, I was like, I don't want to just graduate and become a Marine. I want to graduate and become an honor graduate, you know, here while I'm down here. So luckily I was fortunate enough to, uh, to do that while I was down there. So that, that was probably one of my most memorable moments starting off uh, without kind of going through every single uh, memorable moment while I was at boot camp. Uh, mm-hmm. From there, uh, infantry training, Not really too many memorable moments, only one. And it's, it it wasn't for the best of reasons. You know, it was, they said, you're just, you know, becoming a Marine. I was, you know, chest chest puffed out a little bit. Everybody gets these stupid little, you know, you know, high power flashlights flashing it all in people's faces at night. One night I kind of had enough of it, you know, so, but, and we were in the field too, but I didn't know who it was. So, you know, I kind of just said to him, Hey, you know, why don't you get that light out of my face? You know, insert the C word. Not even sure why I use that, of all words. I've never used it before, but for some reason, I decided to use it at this particular moment. Well, it wasn't another student. It was an instructor, and I was like, oh, this ain't good. This, is not good. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't good. Luckily, it didn't go, too, it didn't go bad for me you know, because I hadn't met him yet. I didn't know his voice yet because he hadn't been with us up until this point. Uh, there,
0: what, what an instructor that I don't know a lot about them so he would just instructor be conceived, an officer or something is that what that uh, so, someone higher than you or
2: yeah like, like a teacher like pre- pretty oh. much a te- he, yeah one of the infantry school teachers um okay. but I hadn't That's met this someone you one yet can
0: get in trouble for yes
2: someone that though. can yeah exactly <laughs> so someone that, okay. that you probably don't want to you know you know be disrespecting you know negatively um but luckily you know I, you know I think I came back later and apologized to him and he didn't really take any offense to it you know because Obviously, you know, it's not like I was trying to fight him or, like, give him a hard time. Once I realized it was him, I was like, "Oh, sorry. Didn't know you were an instructor. I thought you were another student. Um, You know, kind of going from there, uh, you know, before my first deployment, memorable moment, I ended up being fortunate to get my own fire team. Uh, And all a fire team is is – so you have, like, your infantry squad, which is, like, 13 people, and then you have a bunch of fire teams that make up a squad. Uh, So you got four people in a fire team. So I ended up being the leader of the fire team before my first deployment uh man, is that,
0: okay slow down for a second because i i just want to ask some questions um because i don't know so does that like when you say end up being a leader of the fire team is that like so as you're you know learning your job you're really good at it so is that like a promotion kind of thing like, yeah is pretty that?
2: much it, 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 and it lucked out for me you know because you know some of the people that i was that was in charge of me unfortunately ended up getting fired you know along the way so mm-hmm. it kind of was just like hey you know let's give you a try here and you know, it, it kind of worked out for me in, in, you know, in the long run, mainly because, you know, I, I, I was like a sponge, you know, I was, I was soaking up everything that all the other, you know, fire team and squalliers were doing and like, Hey, you know, this is a good thing. I think I'm gonna keep this kind of pretty much just going and, you know, being that neighbor that borrows everybody's tools, but mm-hmm. I'm not giving, I'm not giving them back. I'm making my own toolbox. <laughs> that, that, that's what I was thinking, you know, like, Hey, thank you for, the, thank you for the wrench. I don't know where it went. You can't get it back okay you know, so I go on my first deployment and and there were some some uh you know some low memorable moments in there you know you know my first deployment lost one of my or lost at this point in time my very very uh best friend within the service um mm-hmm. but one of my most memorable moments you know prior to that on that deployment was just the first time being shot at. I remember like a lot of yeah. people like, "Ooh, like, yeah, I'm ready for that. No, no, you're not. Like it's, it's, it's right. a natural instinct to be like, Hey, I just got shot at. I need to get down for a moment and figure out where is this coming from? Sure. Uh, so luckily, you know, just one little pop shot. and That was it kind of move, you know, move on from there, you know, and then throughout that deployment, there was a few other more escalated moments. But I think by that time, you know, you, essentially it becomes like an, like an everyday life. Like, all right, I'm kind of used to that. You know, like it was to a point where like, hey, we're going on a patrol today. It's like, oh, man, I wonder if we want to get shot at today. Well, we'll see. It, you know, it became kind of like a joke or like, hey, let's see if we kind of like, hey, let's see if we can, you know, get, get shot at today. So that's kind of like, it's like the weird kind of thinking. But at the same and, time, it's like, hey, let's be. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're kind of talking about that. And and for someone that's like a civilian, that is, you know, you're talking about it like it's no big deal, but it cut. Kind of, I'm listening to you, and I'm going, wow, like that's a lot, you know. Like, what does that do to your to your psyche? You know what I mean? Like, what does that do to your thought process in those moments when you're like getting shot, like,
2: right? Uh,
0: I guess shot, it, not shot, getting shot yeah. at. Rather,
2: <laughs> I guess what it more so did was kind of having that mindset. Is you know that way when you do get shot at, you are already thinking about it. You know, that's like. Mm-hmm. I guess that that would be equivalent to um, someone who's a boxer. No one wants to go out there and get punched in the face, but if you're a boxer, you're going out there with the intent that hey, I may get punched in the face, so let me be ready to get punched in the face and and, and respond back to it. So I guess it would be, I guess that's probably the best uh, comparison that I, I I can think of right right off the spot is hey, so just
0: feeling just feeling prepared, like yeah, preparing yourself for like, like
2: the worst, okay. exactly, and like hey, you know, you're prepared for the worst. That way, if the worst does come to play. You're not, then you're not going back to the first time it happened to. We're like, oh man, w- w- like, what's going on here? Like, you know, so that's the last yeah. time we were at. Sure, sure. But, or, no, I mean, there were a few other, like, you know, moments there. Like, I, I ended up getting work, being able to work with the Brits on that deployment uh, for, for a brief moment. And they, they were okay. They're a little weird, but they're, they're not bad. They're a cool guys. Who? who? Uh, the Brits, the British Army.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, so I worked with them for mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, well, then came back. I'm thinking, you know what? And this was my thought process on all my three Afghan deployments when I came back. Like, oh man, thank goodness I'm back from that place, not going there again. Well, to my mm-hmm. surprise, when I came back from the first one and we started training, hey, we're going back there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta go back to this place. Like, yeah, be kidding me. So, I guess fortunately, I was lucky to go back to the same place in Afghan. Like, a lot of people will deploy to, you know like Afghan or Iraq and they'll go to like different places or, or different regions or the same region, but like a different place within the region. Well, my second deployment, I literally went back to the exact same place, like same base, same, same areas, everything. But it was almost like, you know, at this point I'm like, Oh, well, I, I'm one of the more senior guys in the platoon. I'm prepared for everything. Like I, I've seen every play that can be ran on this playbook. The only thing was they must've hired a new coach because it it was completely different. Like, we didn't really get into any uh, any any shooting matches. No, like nothing really happened. So, um, essentially that deployment, I don't even remember much of that deployment because everything essentially it just felt like a day to day life. Like, who really remembers what they did like two two Wednesdays ago? No one. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how my day was. Like, wake up, patrol, come back, post, repeat. Yeah, and so I don't so remember nothing, much.
0: Nothing, nothing really exciting. Happened,
2: nothing exciting. like, like Nothing that. that stood out. <laughs> nothing at all. Except for the, the most memorable things there was I went and worked for, with the Brits again. Which that, that was, you know, that was cool again, you know, because this time it wasn't, you know, it wasn't my whole squad and a squad of Brits. It was me and one other Marine and then an entire platoon of British guys. So that was pretty, pretty mm-hmm. chill. Like I go over there. I was just kind of like a liaison between us and them. So kind of chill, talk to those guys. I actually met another guy over there with my exact same name, uh, that was in the oh. British Army. So, so he was he was pretty cool oh, wow. guy. Uh, <laughs> he didn't look anything like me though. You know, he was like an older, balding white guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is back when I still had Facebook. Like me and him kept in touch, and I remember he's like, "Oh," and this is back when I was still married too. He was like, "Oh, we should uh, we should just kind of like swap wives." I was like, "Hey, Rob, I'm pretty sure your wife is not <laughs> going to realize that I'm not you. Like, they're not gonna they're not gonna fall for it. Man. You don't look anything oh, like God. me. You know, so I kind of chill, talk with those guys." drink a lot of their tea up. Uh, but that was, that was probably about it. The most memorable thing was just chilling with the Brits on that deployment. Um, wow. And then kind of came back again, same mindset, like, Oh man, I came back from that place. All right. Well, I don't even have enough time to do a full workup and deploy again. There's no way I'm going back to that place. Well, <laughs> the whole unit didn't go back to the Afghan, just two companies. And I was like, okay, well it's not my company going like I'm good. Well, then they switched me to the company that was going. I was like, you no. got to be, Like, three months, like they, they took a bunch of like the, like the really good, like, you know, the, the, you know, the better Marines within, within the unit and then mm-hmm. beefed up those two, those two companies. So I'm like, you sure. got to be kidding me. I got to go back to this place again? You know, but, but that one was kind of fun. You know, we did a lot of uh, helicopter raids and stuff like that. I think maybe I did three, three or four, maybe the entire plan. So, so that wasn't too bad. You know, I was like, all right, you know, this is cool. I don't got to walk as much. So that was a plus. <laughs> you know, so. I was like, hey, good. I got to walk. I get flowed there. Maybe do a little bit of walking throughout the mission. Get flown out. Like, hey, I- I'll take that. Uh, and then the rest of the time was kind of like just downtime, making sure, you know, the gear was good. But most of it was just kind of downtime. Just, hey, relax. When it's your turn, when it's your turn to do the raid, all right, well, you got to go.
1: I was going to ask because you talked about working with, like, the British and being on three deployments like so, so how was it like building teams and and working with other marines like was there a group of people that you had with you did you have to relearn people as you yeah. you're doing these things
2: and you do have to relearn people because you know sometimes you'll like different guys get to the unit at different times so you know so after deployment those same guys may not even be you know within that unit still or they may not even be in the marine corps like you know shortly after that coming back like their time may be up um you know, and then and then you're always getting new, fresh guys in. So, um, so you're constantly learning like new people, which which is cool. You know, because then you get you're know, you a lot of different people. You know, from all over the place. You know, learning all these other different personalities. You know, that's why like a lot of times like when I'm working with certain people, I see some people like, oh man, I can't stand this guy. I'm like, it's not that bad. But I think because I work with so many different people that I know how to work with a bunch of different people and people who act a certain different way and need certain needs and everything. But no, you know, you're constantly getting new guys in and, you know, like leadership is even changing, you know, maybe like your, you know, company or, or a unit leadership may get orders somewhere else. And then someone else may come in and take over their spot. So uh, it's, it's very rare that you get the same, you'll get the same team ever. Really. Yeah.
0: So it sounds like a lot of moving parts, a lot of um, constant adjusting and changing and being comfortable with that.
2: Yeah. It, and it is, and it is, but you know, I mean you really have no other choice but to adjust with it, really. Like mm-hmm. I mean e- either adjust with it or you'll just be labeled as someone who's not good, you know, and essentially you won't have any leadership position or you'll get left behind, or they'll if they have the option to, they'll just switch you to uh essentially uh like like the headquarters uh you know platoon to where they're not really doing the infantry stuff, they're doing more so admin stuff because they don't want you kind of mixed in with all that now um sure. but, but no i mean I, I've, worked, geez, I've worked with a bunch of different guys and I mean, obviously i don't like everybody i work with but i will <laughs> i will always at least respect them and, and try to teach them to the best that i that i could you know and, and there were some that they're a little a little tough like it, t- it takes a little while but you know but but if they get in the end or it's like hey yeah sorry we're gonna, we're like i mean it's very rarely do you even have the option to change somebody out or swap them out because to change them with somebody else, one there has to be somebody that has their exact who is an exact job that they have, and they're yeah, somewhere else.
0: Still set, sure. Yeah, so sure so
2: essentially you have to funnel them along and get them get them up to speed with everything. So yeah,
0: um, let me ask you a question because you're you're kind of talking about you know this constant change and getting used to different personalities. And, you know, you know that our company is a mental health company. Um, we do, like, coaching and therapy. And therapy is really, you know, just basically understanding behavior. And I guess I want to know from you, in all the the, the deployments that you've had and all the time that you spent in the military, how do you see um, mental health dealt with?
2: Uh, you know? Kind of going back to, you know, um, essentially, uh, my older brother Vernon, his his talk on there. A lot of times what I see with most guys, and, and, and I'm kind of the same way, is I don't necessarily enjoy talking to other people who don't really understand it. You know, like, like – and, 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 you know, same as him. Like, you know, we – like, I have my own uh, – and I'm, I'm in his, uh, you know, uh, online gaming group, but, but I have my own gaming group that I'm with too. So most times I'm with them. And uh, that's kind of like a mixture of, of, of uh, people. Like, two of the guys I served with, uh, my younger brother who was in the service, and then my cousins, and then my younger brother's friend. Well, out of all them, the only one that's the only ones that have been in the service is me, my two buddies, my younger brother. But even then there's certain things that I won't necessarily I won't necessarily talk and you know, at, at least as far as my past experiences, I won't even speak to them about it really because they've never been to a combat uh deployment. So I don't necessarily bring it up around right them, but they're more so essentially, you know, like, hey, you know, if I'm kind of necessarily like kinda chilling of like down or I'm just like, ah, you know what? kind of in a funk today. Just being there talking to them, that kind of helps me, helps me along a little bit. Or, you know, uh, same as Brent. Like I still do have, you know, some of those guys from from those, you know, tougher deployments that, that I do keep in touch with that every once in a while I'm like, you know what? Let me give him a call and, you know, see what's going on with him, see how he's doing it. You know, just catch up real quick. And sometimes we may, you know, bring up something from from that deployment. Or we may just talk and just, hey man, it's good to hear you again. And sometimes that that's kind of enough.
1: Do you feel like the military has impacted your, your own mental
2: health? Uh, t- Tremendously. Like, uh, kind of like going back to where I said, like, you know, the, the mindset of, you know, getting shot at, like that, that's like an everyday thing. Like, like, and obviously, you know, here, you know, in York, it gets a little crazy here sometimes, you know, so like every once in a while, you know, you'll hear a shot, like a lot of people are like, Oh man, what's going on? Whereas me, I'm just like, like my initial like thoughts that I go through with this, that's not at me or in my direction because I know what it sounds like when it's in my direction and I know what it sounds like when it's at me. Those two are, mm-hmm. those are two, like those are, I will say three. A shot, it sounds different than being shot at, you know, or in your direction and then specifically being shot at. Those are like three different sounds. They all sound wow. completely different. Um, mm-hmm. To where now I'm just like, oh, okay. Like where most people are like, you know, maybe they may, you know, flinch or something and try to figure out like, oh boy, what's going on? With me, I'm kind of like, I kind of perk up a little bit. Like, oh, man, where did that shot come from? You know, so it's kind of like that mindset. Um, and, and there are things that I, I would say, uh, like, I'm a little, I like guess, a little numb too. like, you know, like, even, like, death and stuff like that. Like, uh, essentially, like, it's to the mindset where it's like, uh, it happened, you know, type, type mindset that I have now. Obviously, is it sad that it happens? Of course, like, I, I'm not just completely, like, just emotionally cut off from, from it all. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, oh, uh, well, it happens you know, but so so I would say that's kind of where it's at with, with that. And, you know, there are certain things or certain ways that I view things differently than what normal people would, you know, that I'm, you know, still kind of friends with here from, you know, childhood and and stuff like that, or even some of my uh, military buddies who, you know, I just did training with or just went to Australia with, as opposed to I trained and went to Afghan with, Um, you know, so, so my mindset is a little different from them and, you know, the way I view things or, way I kind of I guess detach and uh, uh disassociate with 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 certain things mm-hmm.
0: has any of that like affected you as far as like personal relationships like with family members or like um, your current work or anything like that
2: uh I, I would say sometimes like I I do notice like when I do take a step back and look at things like I am a little bit reserved like not as like connecting you know with with like certain people you know like you know, like relationships like even just like friends I'm like I'm a little kind of like all right I'll, I'll connect with you but they're up to a certain point mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and, and it may take a while for me to you know go a little further go a little further you know but but I do notice that I do I do have my my, my cutoff and like all right yeah we're good right there let, no, let, let's, let's let's go a little further yeah right
0: cautious uh, and, and i don't and know drifting. if that just
2: comes from like losing friends before i'm like yeah like maybe not wanting to go through that again like hey mm-hmm. i know what it mm-hmm. felt like to lose this guy before i don't want to get too close to where then it impacts me tremendously if i do mm-hmm. suddenly lose this lose this close yeah. friend again that
0: makes that, mm-hmm. that i mean yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah and,
2: and, and i have a good buddy of mine he's probably he, i would say he's, not, he's he's my best friend right now hands down, uh, you know, my buddy, uh, uh, Eric Rayner. And, you know, I've never served with him in a combat zone. Actually, I didn't even deploy to, Af- uh, to Australia with him either, but, but we, you know, we kind of, we, we kind of, we hung out when I was in California and, um, you know, he was pretty much like my right hand man, like my little brother type thing when I was over there I kind of took him and I, the other guy under, under my wing. And, uh, so, so he's, the, he's like my go-to person, you know, kind of like how, uh Vernon has, you know, Dan that he talks to a lot. Rain is my is my damn essentially. Like, you know, and, and sometimes my younger brother Trey, like he, he didn't he'll like feels that type of way, like, oh man, you talk to Rain more than me. Well yeah, one Rain calls me more <laughs> than you do. And you know <laughs> me like I spent a lot of time with him. Like like me and him like we like we, we're kind of like on like the same mind frame like most times in our conversations that it's sometimes it's just easier for me to talk to him.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I was gonna say, are there any other, um, I guess, connections you made from the military? What other, I guess, any other experiences that would kind of relate to the mental, mental health aspect?
2: You know, you know, my my uh, my more so um, high, strong, high adrenaline combat deployments in Afghanistan that, that kind of affected it the most. Like, you know, going over there, you know, as a young, pretty much as a young man, like not really knowing much of the world or or anything really at this point, you know, to, Hey, you know, seeing like being shot at for the first time, you know, seeing, you know, my first, uh, you know, dead body over there and kind of seeing how the world is over there as, as well as compared to here. So, you know, there's times where people were, and I don't want to say I'm like being, what's the word? Like, um, like, like not like, I don't know. I don't want to feel like I'm like, negating someone's like feelings or anything but like sometimes people are like oh man i'm going through a tough time and like my mindset immediately is like it's not that bad enough. like
0: right you don't know hard. what tough is yeah like, <laughs> right. yeah, like
2: it, it's really not that bad for you like right, right, right. like trust me it, and, and using my responses yeah i get it it'll be worse though mm-hmm. so just just mm-hmm. keep that in mind but you know just, just kind of like always thinking about that like but i think you know especially being introduced to that super super young like that kind of i guess changed my my mindset my thinking you know how my mental sure. health is and like right you don't be, know what
0: tough is yeah like, <laughs> right. yeah,
2: like it's really not that bad for you like
0: right, right, right.
2: like trust me it, and, and using my responses yeah i get it it'll be worse though mm-hmm. so just just mm-hmm. keep that in mind but you know just, just kind of like always thinking about that like but i think you know especially being introduced to that Super, super young, like that kind of—I guess—changed my my mindset, my thinking. You know how my mental sure. health is. And, like sure. Here's, sure. like well, yeah,
0: it. It makes you. I, I can imagine that it makes you very grateful, right? And so then you have this sight. Like, you know, you really understand, right? Um, not to take certain things for granted. I would imagine.
2: Yeah, it, it exactly. Like, you know, and...
0: like your life even, right? You know what I mean? Like your life. <laughs> you
2: know? Yeah, really. And, now, right. you know,
0: we talk about like, you know, talk, some people are like, oh, it's so bad. And they're talking about material type things too. And of course, you know, you see some things and other, you know, of course, you know, um, we have first world problems over here, right? <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, like that's it. But then also just, you know, to be in a, an environment where you're losing people around you, right? And people are close to you. I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine, you know, like how it does change your mindset. Um, one of the things that I just want to ask you about, um, because you you talked about going into the military right out of high school, so you were very young. We I mean, you were 17, 18, right? Years old. Yeah, right? yeah se- basically.
2: 17, going and turned 18 at boot camp,
0: actually. So basically a kid, right? Yeah, <laughs> so that's exactly what I was. Is, yeah, and so coming <laughs> then, you know, all these years later and uh, stepping out of the military and then coming back to civilian life, I guess, you know, what was that transition like for you? Because it's almost like all your adult years was kind of in that environment. And then, you know, now you're you're home and, like, you're a full adult. It makes it different. What's that
2: like? Uh, it's definitely different. Uh, you know, like, kind of like how I said before, like, I, I view things differently than other people that I graduated with that are my age and everything like Because they haven't dealt with the things I, I've, I've dealt with. And I get it, you know, you get some people who, you know, from the streets and they have dealt with, kind of seeing, you know, their their family members killed and stuff like that, but I mean I guess in my, in my thoughts it's like alright, well, you lost them that way I, I guess I th- I feel, view it differently yeah, because it's like, hey, you know, this person was over there kind of doing something, obviously, you know, trying to protect what you guys have back over here they kind of lost their life in that aspect um, but, you know, just kind of having like a different mindset than, than other people that are, you know, my age or, you know just the way they view things, you know, and, and there's times where i I've, actually, I know I do always like there's times where I just won't even think about, you know, some of the, uh, some of the experiences that I had, you know, while I was overseas and everything, just because it's easier not to kind of dwell on it. for me.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. Here's something that we didn't ask Vernon though. What do you guys, and, and you know, I would love to know his thought process too, but like, what do you guys think the benefit then is we you yeah understand that your service is for us, right? For And so we appreciate that. But, like, is there a benefit for you for you to join the service or for people? Like, what would you say for, like, your son that might say, hey, I want to go into the service? Is it like, yeah, absolutely do it, because it's going to be great. Or, you know what? No. <laughs> do something else.
1: So, like, how do you feel so, about
2: that? So this is kind of where my recruiting duty uh kind of uh, experience kind of comes into play, because I did have to talk to those young kids who wanted to. Um, you know, and I was, like, a different type of recruiter. Like, hey, I'm not going out. Like, hey, please join me. Please join it was more so, you know, once I got kind of comfortable in my own doing it, I'm like, hey, you know, if this is something you want to do, let's sit down and talk about it, you know, because I don't want you to join and you hate it, you know, because, and like I used to tell a lot of the young kids when I was doing recruiting, like, hey, it's going to be just like high school. Like, you're going to be a freshman again, and you know what happens to freshmen, you know, <laughs> and that's what happens to them, and then you're going to go through your infantry, you know, then you're going to be on top, and, you know, at boot camp, you're like, oh, you know, now you're the senior. Well, guess what? You got to graduate boot camp. Then, you know, you go to – and this was more so talking to guys who want to do the infantry because I don't know how the other, other jobs kind of operate, but kind of more so my experience. I'm like, okay, once you graduate, you're going to go to infantry school. Guess what? You are a freshman again. You know that, you know, you're a freshman in college now. Boom. You, you know what happens to freshman in college? <laughs> what happened? And then guess what? You're about to graduate infantry school. Now you're a senior again. Well, guess what? Now you make it to, the, to the, you know, your actual unit. Well, guess what? Now you're the rookie on the NFL team. You know what happens to the rookies? <laughs> like they're not like, it's, it sucks being a rookie. It sucks being a freshman. But once, you know, you're a vet, once you're a senior, all right, now, now you know what's going on. You know, you got a little bit of respect. Like, so, so that's kind of like how, how it is for, for them. But, you know, so, but I would say it is good to go through. You know, you get a lot of good life experiences. Obviously, you know, w- within my job, there's some not so pleasant life experiences, but it's an experience nonetheless, like, an experience that kind of you know, open my eyes to certain things or, you know, gave me a different outlook on on things as well. You know, if my son RJ decides he wants to join, Hey, don't do this, you know, half-hearted. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Because this is not for the weak of heart. You know, I've I've seen a lot of people that, you know, they want to quit or they do quit or, you know, a lot of different scenarios, you know, because they're like, Oh yeah. You know, you can get a lot of people, Oh, I'm going to join for the, for, for college. If that is the only reason you are joining, it may not be the best idea for you, mm-hmm. you know, because you have to you have to give you have to give some of yourself to get that benefit of college. Now, mm-hmm. if you're willing to give give that. then by all means, do your time and then reap the benefits for the college benefit. But don't do it strictly because you want college. Right. Yeah,
1: I think that's definitely a good point of you. You mentioned it's not for the week at heart, and I, one thing I wanted to point out again: this is military month, so we want to thank everyone who served, but also for you, Poppy. You actually, since you've seen the combat and you, you know, you experienced what you did, and you got the Purple Heart, correct? Correct. Wow.
2: I forgot. I missed that on the memorable moments. I <laughs> I, I missed that. <laughs> I, I skipped that part. All right. I skipped it. I'm sorry.
1: Wow. Yeah, so that's huge. Yes, yeah, so I want to bring that up. Is there anything about it you wanted to share? I know it's, again, it's it's like an honor to get it, but it's not, you know, you think of really think about it. it's like,
0: yeah, you know, it's, it's that getting that sacrifice, right? Right,
1: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: an honor, but what? Yeah, yeah. So that if if you want to talk about it, you know, please. If not, that's fine too. But
2: you know, so it's so
0: that what an honor.
2: Thank you. So mm-hmm. I said my first appointment it was it was the roughest of all my deployments, you know, a, a lot of different friends kind of, you know, injured or lost, you know, within the service um, or, or within that particular deployment. And, and kind of just from my own platoon and then throughout the company, we had a good bit of, you know, a good bit of loss. And I would say three is more than more than enough. But we had we had a decent bit more than that anyway. Um, and I can't remember for the entire unit. Um, but it was, you know, one patrol kind of. And, and it kind of got a funny feeling. And you get some feelings sometimes, too. Um, you know, I had been close to a bunch of different, you know, uh, IED, well, improvi- improvised explosion device uh, explosions, you know, throughout, throughout the patrols. Um, but there was one in particular. I remember just seeing a guy out there. I'm like, Man, I don't know what it is about that guy. I'm getting a feeling about him. You know, we're, and we literally were almost back to, the, uh, to, to our base. You know, and then me and I think it was my – he was my squad leader at, at the time because uh, I think they ended up switching me to a different squad, uh, not midway, but uh, maybe about midway through the deployment. Um, but, you know, we ended up being, like, you know, close within the blast, uh, you know, radius. So, so me and him both end up getting, you know, uh, air medevaced out of there, which it kind of became a blessing in disguise for, you know, more so, – not, not for me, for him, you know, because I think when they did his uh, evaluation – I think something came up on his CAT scan, like something that needed to be taken care of. So it kind of was like a blessing for him, you know, in in disguise. Like, hey, you know, obviously you got to wear this purple heart, but luckily it happened because we caught this. And I doubt he would have wouldn't got a scan if that didn't happen. So, um, but, you know, that was kind of like a, you know, luckily it wasn't anything like keep me fully out. Um, I think I came back. I finally got back to my unit. Actually, the funny thing is, I think it happened on Thanksgiving Day, and I didn't even realize it was Thanksgiving Day when it happened. Wow! Until I got to to the uh, to the little hospital there, and they're like, "Oh, well, what would you want for uh, me?" I'm like, "Oh, it doesn't matter." They're like, "Oh, well, we have Thanksgiving dinner." I was like, "Is it Thanksgiving?" Like, "Yeah." I was "Ah, like, oh, I didn't even know it was Thanksgiving day." I was like, oh, "Okay, well, yeah, I guess I'll take that meal," uh, <sighs> you know, but uh. Yeah, actually, I almost always forget when, when it happened until you know, so I retell that story. Um, but, you know, I was kind of so, like, um, in my day-to-day that I'm like, hey, I got to do whatever I can throughout this recovery so I can get back out there to those guys. You know, mm. obviously me missing, that's one guy missing out there on a patrol that could, could, could be a difference. And I remember coming back, and I, I came back with not that much longer in the deployment, like maybe like a month or something like that. But I remember one of the guys, like, like why do you come back? I was like, what do you need? He's like, I was like if it was me, I wouldn't have came back. I was like, uh, I mean, I was trying to you get back to, to the guys. I was like, I tried to get back to you. I was like, I want to get back, you know, get, get back in the patrol with you guys. They're like, not me. Like, I would have just, <laughs> I would have just stayed just met everybody back, back when they got back. I was like, I was like, yeah. I don't know. I was kind of ready to get back to you guys, I guess. Yeah.
0: You guys have to depend the each together, that dedication and, yeah. I, yeah, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, you know, and I think that comes yeah. from, you know, training with those guys. You, you, and don't wrong. there's a lot of people I've trained with that I don't particularly like, but I will respect mm-hmm. them, and if it comes down to it, you know, I'll be there to, 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 to protect them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a different level of connection that, you know, that you get with, with those guys over there, like, like even if this guys got in deployed to a, like a combat, you know, deployment, I'm still going through the combat training with them and kind of building those those different connections with them. Like like Australia, obviously Australia wasn't a combat deployment. I'm not there fighting the Australians. That that was just a, that was just a chill deployment, hanging out, doing some training with them, you know, going down to town, eating some kangaroo, having some drinks, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> so, so that that
2: was a it's good going time. Going down to town eating roux. Yeah, yeah, just just, just eating <laughs> up the kangaroo over here. I was like, oh, let's go, you know, and. Oh, like. It's actually really good. Like it's it's. it's uh, tastes like chicken. I've heard you. No 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 no. It, it, it kind of tastes like. A, well, I guess it depends on how you make it, but like like a burger. Like it, it's it's one of like the, you know, like Cameron's like one like, of like, like the meat? lean one of the leanest meat that you can have. Oh. It's very lean. I remember joking with them. I'm like, you guys know I, I'm pretty sure you guys are the only country that eats your your national animal. I was like, <laughs> you, guys, you guys don't eat eagles over there? I'm like, no, we don't. We don't do that. I was like, we don't go eating bald eagles, okay?
1: Oh, well. <laughs>
0: well, that's cool. It's funny. Wow, Robert, thank you so much. I feel like we've been talking for about 50 minutes now. We always go over time because it's just the conversation <laughs> just is just so interesting and fun. Um, but thank you so much for coming to talk to us. I, I learned quite a lot, actually.
2: And- I'm, I'm glad you guys had the time to have me. Well, I'm here again if you guys ever need me.
1: Yes, you're always we'll welcome you
0: back. That. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a topic you want to talk
2: about, let us know. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to get with Vernon. We'll have to do a dual segment one of these times. Oh,
1: oh gosh. Cool. We'll, 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 you know, and,
2: and that may be good, too. Especially you know, him, him and I, our, our scenarios or our situations and our experiences are kind of similar, but they're also kind of different, too. So that, that may be a good... And I don't think me and him have ever even really talked much on our experiences, either. Like, I think mean, it's just a, like a mutual oh, understanding between him and I. Like I knew where he went. Like I know generally the general gist of what he, you know, did or probably did. And he knows what I did or probably did. So I think.
0: How did how did this whole thing come up when you agreed to do the podcast? Because were y'all at Thanksgiving dinner talking about this? Like No. So so podcast? actually,
2: actually, I thought about it <laughs> prior. So, um, you know, Vernon actually sent out uh, the link to the way he did it. So I was like, ah. And I was actually driving down to York. So I was like, you know what? I got nothing else to do on this drive. I probably was just going to bump some Michael Jackson or something and just jam in the car. You know, so I was like, all right, I'll listen to it. And I was like, oh, man, okay, that sounds like a pretty good podcast, you know. And he said, hey, you know, uh, kind of extended out, like, hey, you know, if you guys want to do it, let me know. So I was like, hey, Kelvin A., you know, I, I, you know I'm more than happy to, to do it, you know, do the podcast, and, you know, we'll we'll go from there.
0: Well, I appreciate you doing the podcast. I mean, it it means a lot that you wanted to do it and that you heard the podcast. I thought,
2: oh yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, I was like, okay, it sounds pretty good. Like, <laughs> you know i i got some I got some points I can talk on. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if I can hop in there.
0: Yeah, I love it. Thank you. And I, I love that idea about having you guys all together. So Renee, make that happen because that's a good idea.
2: <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. All right. And, 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 and you know we'll have to throw Trayvon in there too. So we'll, we maybe we'll have a three you know a three person segment there
1: oh so yeah
0: have, yeah we got it we got to get our leadership skills on manate because they like to talk too so yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. and we i was did have a very we did have a very clear topic yeah and i was thinking we might have to do one with trey by himself so you don't feel left out
2: yeah i'm, I'm gonna tell me hey, you need to you need to get on the podcast and, and talk that way <laughs> that way you you've earned and i we can do we can do a uh a trio segment
0: yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> Well, we'll do. Is
1: Trayvon your other brother? Yeah, brother? He, he's he's uh, the, he's the yeah, baby. Yeah. Yep, yep. I love it.
0: Okay, well, we'll let you guys go. Enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend. Uh, thank you again, Robert. It was nice talking to you.
2: All right, thank thank you, Gloria. Thank yeah. you, Nay. Uh, I appreciate you guys all right. having me. Uh,
0: right. Okay. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was our talk with Robert Ellis, a former United States Marine. We really appreciate him coming to talk to us. That was a very interesting conversation and we learned a lot. This is military month and we're at the end of military month and we've enjoyed every minute of that. We hope that you've enjoyed it as well from our two military veterans that we've talked to Vernon Ellis and then his little brother Robert Ellis and also from you know our military facts that we've been doing on our Sunday night wind down and gear up countdown and so we're getting ready to move on into December in December we have a new topic December is the holiday month and um well the next holiday month because I guess November was one too um, and it's gonna be all about laughter and joy And so stay tuned for that. We hope you're going to enjoy it. Thank you for tuning into the Vision Exchange podcast. It was brought to you by Taylor Glory Consulting Group. We love hanging out with you. We want you to subscribe, and comment, and stay tuned to our channel for more podcasts. You especially don't want to miss the Sunday night wind down and gear up countdown to help you get your week started. We look forward to being with you again, but until then, stay focused on
1: your goal. Peace out.